Hey, and welcome back. It's Mike St. Pierre from Nonprofit Productive. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. This is podcast 32. Let me just double check that. <laughs> Pretty sure we're on 32. Uh, and I'm doing something a little bit different. Yeah, 32, episode 32. We're going to be talking about the fifth pillar of calm productivity. So a um, couple housekeeping items. First of all, thanks for tuning in, watching, listening wherever you find yourself. If you work in the nonprofit sector, I hope you find this podcast helpful. I'm passionate about productivity and I really want for this podcast and this show to help you improve your productivity without losing your sense of purpose. You know, there's so much conversation today in wherever you work, whether you work in the nonprofit space or the the for-profit space, or you work in ministry, whatever, education, schools, um, there's so much conversation today about hustle culture, about a side gig, about getting ahead, about just, you know, automation, all this stuff. And this podcast is not that. This is meant to be the opposite of that, the antidote to that. And so that's why we're talking about calm productivity so often. Um, so anyways, we're going to be talking about the fifth habit of calm productivity, and it's what I call reflection. And I have three simple strategies for you to build more reflection into your everyday life. Before we do that, a couple of things. One, if you haven't subscribed to my newsletter, just head on over to nonprofitproductive.com forward slash newsletter. It's called Studio, and I think you'll find it helpful. Second, we've re-released, I've re-released with my big staff, I've re-released a new lead magnet and it's called the Ideal Week Template. And you can get that over at nonprofitproductive.com if you haven't already. It's a great resource. I think it's like a five-page PDF that you can use to theme your week and organize your week so that you have a little bit more control, a little bit more design over what your week looks like. Um, so you can be proactive and kind of like go on offense uh, when it comes to looking at your week. So Anyways, two great resources. I hope you'll take advantage of them. Um, let's see what else. If you want the full picture of these eight pillars of calm productivity, you want to check out, let's see, episode 24 of this podcast. And there's also a blog post, which I will put in the show notes. So um, reflection this habit of reflection. What is it? Why is it so important? And as I always like to do every week, I start with a story. And um, it's a story of a gentleman that I worked with years ago. We'll call him Fred. And Fred was um, a hard worker. Fred had good personal um, habits in terms of when he showed up for work and all that. He had good stamina. He was not afraid to work hard. Okay, so you see where this is going. But <laughs> um, the one thing that Fred lacked was self-awareness. And he was just not a very reflective person. He was a guy that you gave him the list of tasks to do. In this case, he was a teacher. And he would do those tasks. He would do no more. <laughs> and uh, he was very clear in saying no. If you asked him to do more, he would just be like, nope. This is, this is the list of things you gave me to do. That's all I'm paid to do. Okay. He, so he lacked that self-awareness of how that came across to his coworkers and his students and their parents. So he came across as like a very rigid person, which he was. 
he came across as somebody who wasn't willing to do anymore. That was true also. And unfortunately, it started to compound and negatively affect him and his, his role in the school to the point where eventually he was let go. And in my experience, there are two reasons why people um, are invited to succeed elsewhere. Can we put it that way? One is that they, they can't grow any further. And so they just, they have no capacity to grow. And so they're not learners. They're not people who are willing to try new things. They just get stuck. And I'm talking like for multiple years. Second, they're just not aware. They don't have that self-awareness of how they come across to people, to those they serve, to their stakeholders, whatever. And it's typically not coming across well. So in my experience, that's why people get fired. They're not aware and they've stopped growing. And in my mind, this fifth habit of calm productivity of reflection helps with both of those. It will help you continue to grow, be a learner, have that growth mindset as Carol Dweck talks about. Uh, and it will help you to have self-awareness, greater self-awareness on a daily basis. So let me give you three strategies for being a person who is very reflective. And I'm not talking about like you have to be a monk or you have to have, you know, one of those bumper stickers with the peace sign and all the different religions on it and, you know, all that. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about somebody who's a thinker, somebody who looks back at their day, somebody who looks forward to their day, somebody who ponders things on a regular basis. So the first strategy that you can uh, use on a daily basis is journaling. I get it. If you're a guy, you might be like, I don't want to use a, a diary. So that's why we say it's about journaling. And maybe that comes across as kind of sexist. It's not meant to. But Apple just released their brand new journal app. I've used the app day one for many, many years. I have thousands of, of inputs into that app. And journaling is just simply getting things that are up here and getting them out. I very rarely look back over my journal entries. I'm just not really that interested in it. I use it purely for practical reasons. I just want to get things out of my head. Sometimes I use it to pray. Most of the time, I'm just using it to get things out of my head. And I find that that is very powerful. It helps me make sense of things. Sometimes I'm making connections to things. Uh, it's, it's taking some stress out of my noggin and getting it out into the world. If you are an introvert, you have probably a lot more head noise than extroverts do. Extroverts tend to live out here. Introverts tend to live up here. Uh, and so journaling can be particularly helpful in that case, helps you be more reflective. Maybe 90 seconds, two minutes, five minutes. I don't know. You know, I use it as part of my morning devotions, my morning routine, but I find that to be very powerful. Maybe you're a person who finds journaling to be something you do on the go. Great. Maybe you do it before bed. Fantastic. Maybe you are speaking into an app of your choice. Maybe you're using a, a notebook that with a nice fancy pen. I'm not sure it matters. I think the thing is just, it's a strategy that will help you be more reflective. Second, uh, going on an annual retreat. I am not a good role model in this regard. Uh, I, I need to do a better job of that. I want to do a better job of that. I hope that I will do a better job of that. But taking an afternoon away in nature alone 
very powerful. A day, an overnight, a weekend, even more powerful. Um, so this is something that can help you be more reflective. And there's all kinds of things we could say about that. Each one of these strategies we could have a whole podcast on. The third strategy is what I call a rule of life. And I've talked about this before in the podcast and I've written about it. It's just simply this idea of one place that you refer to regularly, which has a list of, could be your mission statement, your personal mission statement, your set of values, maybe big ideas that you're thinking about, maybe quotes, and you just can review it, um, you know, in two minutes, three minutes, something like that. I have that in my um, digital task manager, and I really enjoy referring to that again in my morning devotions, my morning routine. A couple of times a week, I like to say that I look at it every day. I don't. I look at it a couple of times a week, and that seems to be enough for me. So again, we're talking about calm productivity, this fifth habit of being a more reflective person, and the three ways that I'm suggesting that can help you get more reflective, daily journaling, taking a retreat every so often, and then this idea of a rule of life, which is an ancient idea. It's at least 800 years old, if not older. Uh, so we're following ancient paths in doing these things. These are not new inventions. Um, Silicon Valley has nothing on, you know, St. Benedict who, who created the rule of life uh, almost a thousand years ago. Do you know what I'm saying? So these are ancient practices that clearly... Uh, have forged some powerful grooves in the arc of history. So why wouldn't we take advantage of these as well, which it will help us be more reflective and then we'll make a difference in our productivity and our everyday work life. So um, I hope you found these helpful. I haven't used a script for this particular episode because I just wanted to, it to be more personal uh, and, and more just between you and me, whether you're listening to this in the podcast version or you're watching this on YouTube, whatever. But these things work. They really do. And I'd say if you're thinking about, gee, what's my homework assignment after this particular episode? Start journaling. Consider and schedule time away, an afternoon away or an even a full day for a retreat. And then start drafting a rule of life. Start drafting that list of my mission statement, my values, the big ideas, the things that I'm really going for right now, personally and professionally. That's it. You can do all those things. And guess what? They don't cost a penny. So I hope you found this particular episode helpful. I'm really grateful that you've taken the time. I know it's making a difference in your personal productivity for the sake of those you serve. I'm Mike St. Pierre for Nonprofit Productive. Thanks so much for listening and watching.